Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 2020 Worst Podcast Award. My name is Bad Podcaster, and I will be your MC for this evening. This year's competition is ripe with podcasts that are, that are well, they're ripe as well, just the worst. First up to the podium, we have a podcast called Life's a Wreck. Let's take a listen in. Uh, Hello. Um, usually I start my podcast with a funny little skit at the beginning, but uh, I guess we'll just jump right into it. So uh, what's going on, guys? Oh and my God, uh, I've never seen something executed so horrifically. 10 out of 10. We have I just, our I just winner. Started. I don't... What? What's going on, guys, and welcome back to the podcast. This is Life's a Wreck, the, uh, the therapy with myself that I do and record uh, and then uh, put out to all of you incredible people. Um, guys, I want to you know welcome you back uh, to another quarantine edition of the podcast. Um, me, myself, and I sitting in my room by myself, um, and, and that's the only reason I'm, I'm by myself in my room uh, is because of quarantine, because let me tell you, this is a hot ticket around town. Um, or so I've been told by multiple women on my mom's Facebook page. Um, guys, oh, it is, uh, it's definitely getting to that point. It's starting to get to that point where it's like, like, I get it. You know what I mean? Like, I get what's going on. But like, wow, it is definitely getting tough for everybody. I mean, I've had a good quarantine experience. I've been working on a bunch of stuff. I've been learning new shit. I've been like working out. I've been exercising. I feel like I've had a really great, like productive quarantine. That being said, I am still unbelievably ready to kind of like start rocking and rolling with the summer again. And it hasn't even been like that nice. Um, as I'm uh, as I'm recording, it's pretty overcast and crappy out. Um, but I, I think just like that idea that like when you can't do something, like you know when you're a kid and you're like your parents are like okay, like you know don't have any of the cookies and you're like okay i won't the only thing you're thinking about the thing that you want most like the more anything in the world is one of those cookies and i'm getting to the point where the outdoor world and other people are my cookies and your boy wants his cookies (laughs) like i'm just dude you know how hard 
a hug is going to hit after all of this. Like, what? granted, it might take a while, and I understand that, and I am ready to, to my best of my abilities, help further the effort of COVID-19, uh, the, you know, like the, the, the flattening of the curve. But when this is done, and, you know, people who are outside your bubble, like a nice, firm handshake, like a good hug. Oh, God, it'll be something else. Um, but for the time being, we got to make the most out of what we got. Uh, and um, apparently your quarantine is going a lot worse uh, than mine because it's brought you here to my podcast. And I apologize for that. Um, so what are we talking about this week on the podcast? Well, I'm so glad you asked. Um, we're talking about something that I think, and I say this every week, um, and maybe it's because I'm brilliant at coming up with topics. Who knows? But something that I think is very revelant. Re- revelant. See, you can't call yourself a genius. You can't say, like, I'm brilliant and then say relevant. Um, relevant. Uh, I think this is something that's very relevant right now, given the circumstances of quarantine and uh, the amount of unknowns that are, uh, that are floating around out there. Um, in this podcast, we're talking about mental health and the unknown. Uh, the fear of the unknown, kind of like how mental health issues or, and challenges can kind of build up the unknown into something that is, uh, is really scary. Uh, I'm going to give you a bit of a backstory on my own kind of history with like a fear of the unknown. Um, and then uh, we're going to talk about kind of how to uh, start as you kind of go through your mental health journey, taking those steps to kind of like understanding the unknown a little bit better, welcoming it in, being excited about the unknown, not necessarily, um, not necessarily fearing it. Um, and I guess I'll start, you know, the podcast, like I start a lot of podcasts um, with kind of giving my backstory on it, because I feel like uh, I feel like when you're able to share your own experiences, it can really uh, help shed some light on kind of like where you're coming from. Um, so, you know, I feel I guess is a bit of a sidetrack, but I feel like the fear of the unknown is what holds a lot of people with mental health issues back. Because with anxiety and depression and various other, you know, mental mental disorders, you often go to the negative. And this is something that's like really hard to control. Like you just instinctively, something happens, there's a bit of a question mark, and you instantly go to the negative. Somebody leaves you on red. Boom, you go to the negative. Did I do something wrong? Overanalyzing, whatever. They don't like me. Why would anybody like me? Blah, 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 blah. Something that I'm sure... Oh, are you kidding me? Are you joking? A few hours later... Sorry, my uh, my bank called. They were like, "Oh my god, dude, you have too much money. We haven't uh, we haven't seen this before. We're not prepared." And anyway, it was a uh, it was a horror deal. Got it fixed up so we can uh, <clears throat> can get back to this. Um, yeah, so let's you know jumping jumping right back into the deep end. Um, I feel like you know when you've got this, you know, got mental health things going on, you instinctively go to the negatives. I gave that example of like the texting or something like that, or somebody kind of like slights you and. All of a sudden, you know, you're kind of like, instead of it just being something that like maybe happened accidentally or casually, um, it becomes this big thing. Like you don't look for the goods or like the what's possible in a good way. You always kind of look for the what's possible in a bad way. And I know that I do for sure. Like, you know, when uh, when all of this coronavirus stuff started to happen, it wasn't like, oh, like what's possible? Like how much, like with all this free time, like what can I do with all this free time? At first it was like, shit, like I'm losing out on an internship I really liked. Um, you know, I was looking forward to a summer in the city with my friends, kind of graduating, experiencing that uh, that that party aspect of like going out and celebrating, you know, a bunch of years of school and stuff like that. 
And so instead of kind of looking at like, wow, I get to come home and see my family. I get to, you know, I get to have time to build new skills, to develop things that I would definitely wouldn't have if, uh, if all this, um, if the quarantine hadn't have happened, I instinctively went to the negatives and it was like, I can't believe I'm missing out on this. This is terrible. Blah, blah, blah. You'll get that anxiety, that kind of depressive feeling of like loss in a sense. Um, yeah. And I, and I always felt like that was really tough. Um, yeah, with me, like my biggest struggles with the unknown come up with things like death, like the universe, the the future, love, like really big, big things and things that are so I, I you know, as somebody who suffers from OCD and anxiety, one of the biggest things for me is like I try to I, I almost need to like close a circle. I think I've talked about this in the podcast before. Um in regards to like closure. Um, but like, I need to be able to think through things. I need things to make sense essentially. Uh, and when things don't make sense, um, you know, it's really tough for me to kind of like wrap my head around and it causes me some pretty bad anxiety. So something like death, something very permanent like that, something that seems kind of like it's right, especially when you're dealing with mental health issues. And sometimes, you know, you definitely get to that point where like you have, you start to have a very interesting relationship with death. Um, and it's like this thing that's like, it almost feels present even when it's not. And I think that that was always something that kind of scared me, especially growing up. Cause I always kind of felt like this dark kind of like, I was, I didn't really feel like I had like life at my, like wind on your sails, you know, like life at your back. It was always kind of like this dark and you're like, Oh shit. Like this doesn't feel good at all. Um, and you kind of always felt like it was close and I, and that's the, the way I can describe it. And, and so like when something feels very almost familiar and close, you kind of like start to you're like you almost want to understand it but you can't and then when you can't understand it and you know you can't understand it then that just causes a whole other domino effect and that's just that's just a disaster like the universe and stuff like that like oh like you know how big is it like what's you know why is it here like blah 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 massive questions that like you cannot answer but those were things that like, you know, you start to try to think that you can think through and, and granted, like, you know, that's led to a lot of like really great discoveries and stuff like that. Um, in like the world, obviously not me, I'm not coming up with any, uh, any crazy, like, like, Oh, well actually I think that uh, if you take black hole theory and you blah, 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 it's just not, not my, not my shtick. Um, <laughs> but like, yeah, you know, the future thinking about things that like, that are going to happen, thinking that things about like are out of your control. Um, and things like love, like, you know, you think that I, I know a lot of people kind of fall into that boat of like, it's such this like fleeting thing. And if you don't have it, it's like this, you're not successful in a way. Like there's this, like, it's this huge chunk of life. That's kind of not there. I don't know those. I, and granted, I wrote down that list and those were the first four things that kind of popped in my head about these unknown things that I was like, Oh, these are things that I definitely like, I think about a lot. And I think a lot of people with anxiety and depression and, and these different kinds of mental illnesses, like, I think that that's, these are things that cause them to feel, you know, cause them to feel those, those type of ways. Um, and granted, these are things that still do kind of like rev that anxiety engine up a little bit for sure. A hundred percent. Um, but not to like the extent that they used to. And for a couple reasons. And I think the biggest thing was like, I started to learn how to embrace kind of like the beauty of the unknown. I've talked about beauty on the podcast before. Um, and I've talked about love and those kind of things that are very like positive things and how I think that it's what life's all about kind of thing. Um, and I think that life is about appreciating beauty because it is so fleeting. Um, and with something like this, you start to embrace the unknown. I really think it can start to 
rewrite bad habits. And I say that like meaning if you have ingrained in your head that when something happens, there's going to be a bad consequence, you stop looking for the potential goods. Like when you stop expecting things to happen, when you stop expecting the negative things to happen, either extremely positively or extremely negatively, you prepare yourself to handle things in the moment. Essentially, it's an exercise in kind of grounding yourself. And I think that that is huge for people who suffer with mental illnesses because you live so often in the clouds or in this this mental fog, which I am oh so familiar with. And it, it can be tough to kind of feel grounded and it can be tough to kind of feel in the moment. But when you stop expecting things very positively or very negatively, when you just stop essentially expecting things, you learn to handle things as they come. And it kind of forces you to handle things in the moment when they actually come up. You know, you see that the bads don't always happen. I think that like, you know, I find when you think terrible things will happen, you focus on all the negatives in your life and you'll start ignoring the positives. If you are convinced in your own mind that something bad is going to happen, all of a sudden you stop looking at the positives. You just are prepared and you examine the negatives in life and then you start harping on them and then all of a sudden it becomes this pattern that uh, mental illness, uh, you know, chef mental illness kind of whips up and like all of a sudden you're, you're eating your own f***ed up soup. dinner this evening, sir, I would like to present you with the chef's specialty, a f***ed up soup. It includes oysters, and a little bit of sh- Yeah, like for instance, you know, if you think that something terrible is going to happen, you're preparing yourself for it. And you're thinking in the future. You're not thinking in the now. You're not in the moment. You're thinking in the future or, or maybe something bad has happened to you and you think that that is going to either repeat or it's going to influence certain things. And you all of a sudden start to focus so heavily on this that you don't you don't recognize the positives and there, you know, in life, like there are a lot of them. Life's a cruel thing there. You know, it's one of those things that you sprinkle in these, these, um, especially, you know, with people's lives who are affected by mental illness. A lot of the time it can be a real shit storm. And then you kind of sprinkle in these, these moments of positivity. And it's like, and it's like, you almost kind of push them to the side because you're like, I've got to weather this storm. But once you start actually like appreciating and looking at the positives and like, 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 yeah, appreciating the beauty of the positives, the little things, um, you start to kind of say like, oh, like there's more of these things than I thought. Um, and, and little by little, you can kind of like learn how to appreciate those moments in the shit storm that you might be going through. One of the biggest ways I learned to kind of like appreciate the unknowns a little bit and it stopped to kind of scare the fuck out of me because it definitely did for a while um, was just like wrapping my head around the fact that the unknowns exist like that there are things that i can't control um and there are things that i can and you know with things like death the universe love like these you know pretty mad the future the past these are these are pretty uh these are pretty big things and there is going to be a lot of aspects with those things that i can't control um but i have to understand that they exist and no amount of bitching and worrying and putting myself in a terrible position is going to change any of it. It's actually going to make it all a lot worse. Um, and once I started to kind of realize that, like, the unknowns have their place, you know, I think that, like, you know, for instance, I talked about love and I talked about beauty. And I think that, like, you know, now I think that, like, for instance, death, I think that death is what validates beauty and love. Because, like, if there was no finish line, if there was no end, to any of it i don't know if necessarily people would appreciate as much 
because you're just going to see it again. You're going to have that experience again. You don't have this feeling of um, it being special. You know what I mean? When you go and you see something so incredible, like, when I've traveled in the little the little amount that I have, um, and I'll never forget being on a beach in Italy, uh, and and you know when I think about this, the concept that we're talking about right now. I think about this beach um, and I think about it was this, you know, the Mediterranean was washing and it was this beautiful sandy beach. There was kids playing soccer. Um, there was these these big, beautiful cliffs and and it was truly beautiful. And the sun was setting and it was casting this just incredible like light across the water and it was like dancing. Um, and I'm from the I'm from the Maritimes. I love water. The whole life's a wreck. The whole podcast was kind of like water and like nautical themed <laughs> like <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Um and I start, and I just, it was just so beautiful. And the thing is, in the moment, I realized how much I appreciated it because I didn't know the next time I'd be back, if I'd ever be back. And so in that moment, I was able to so like just completely soak it in. But I don't think if, if death wasn't really a thing, you know, you'd just be like, oh, I'll see it eventually. Ah, fuck it. Who cares? There's a lot of beautiful things out there. And I'll see them all. But it's the fact that you have a finite amount of time that makes love special and that makes, that makes beautiful things special. So death is, you know, it is this this final thing, but it gives us a race to run and it gives us it gives you know purpose because of the fact that it's not forever um i just think that's a you know i always thought that that was kind of interesting the universe itself um the universe itself has uh has dealt a lot of us a pretty shitty hand um and it happens but in the same time it's also allowed us to meet some really incredible people to do some really incredible things um it's allowed us the opportunity to exist essentially um and even if that existence is sometimes really tough and it's kind of you know, it's kind of a catch 22 of like, you get to exist, but like how shitty of an existence is this? Especially with mental health stuff. Sometimes you're like, I have no reason not to be happy, but I'm just miserable. You know, it's just an, it's an opportunity to kind of fight to, to, to make something bigger and to, you know, to contribute to something bigger than yourself. Um, which I think is really cool. Um, yeah, like love, like, you know, the coolest thing right like you fall in love with things you learn to love things you uh you learn learn to love to do things like just that feeling is like you know it's a really special thing and you might not understand it but that's the beauty of love right is you never understand it fully you think you do but then something else you know things come up and you'll never understand the scope like the magnitude of something like that the future the past those are things that you cannot control um and that just you know that was a bit fugazi fugazi that was a bit like yeah, I don't know. That was kind of uh, I'm sitting here almost like rolling my eyes at myself, but um, but yeah, you know, I think that that I think that that's true, and I think that like eventually you learn like what you can control. Every situation has things you can control, so focus on those things. Let's take let we've talked about death. Let's take love. Okay, you are in love with somebody. You cannot you can't control that entire situation, and it's very unhealthy if you try. But what you can do is appreciate the moments that you have with that person. You can control going and grabbing them flowers or baking them something or like surprising them with something. Um, and this goes for guys and girls and, and everybody. You, you can control like the little things. You can control showing that person how they, what they mean to you. Um, you can't control everything. You can't control exactly how they're feeling at every given moment. You can't control your whole situation. But you can control the small things. And so those are the things you should focus on. Being a good listener you know, being receptive to what that person's lifestyle is, um, understanding that they, you know, giving them their space when they need it. Those are things that you can control, um, which I think is huge. You put yourself in the best position, you know, by, by learning what you can control, you put yourself in the best 
you put yourself in the best position to receive a positive outcome. To kind of run through how to start working through the unknowns, um, wrapping around your fact that the unknowns exist, learning to appreciate them, uh, understand what you can control in a situation, because I promise you that'll help a lot. Um, if you can't control it, then control, like, you know, work on controlling it in a healthy way. If you can't control it, learn to, you know, learn to accept what's going to happen and you will deal with it. And you are a strong person. You're, you know, you're listening to a mental health podcast. You know, I think that's a, that's a huge inclination that like you are a strong person who is like trying to help themselves. That's huge. So, you know, understand what you can control and what you can't. Um, and then the last thing is like, just start to think of like the positive outcomes that could happen. I'm a big believer that you create in, in some, you know, to a point your own reality. Obviously when we're talking about mental health, that may, you know, it's a million times harder. Right. Um, but I think that, you know, if you let something bother you, it will, and you have to fight extra hard. If you've got some mental health issues, if you've got some mental health challenges, you've got to fight really hard. But things, you know, will only bother you if you let them bother you. And that's just like, it's actually so stupidly simple. If you want something, if, you know, if something, if you want something to bother you, it's going to bother you. If you don't, if you tell, you know, if you're like, this isn't going to bother me, I'm just going to keep going about my day. What this ha- this happened doesn't influence me in any way, then it won't bother you. Mental health makes that harder, as I said, but you're capable of dulling the burn or not diving into the dark spots. You know, they're there, but they don't define you or your path through life um like you know you i think a great explanation is like seeing these really horrible thoughts that might be running through your head kind of going by like like traffic or they're going by like you know you're kind of watching i think you're watching like uh i don't know i kind of sound you're kind of watching like go-karts something that's kind of chaotic that's like got some structure to it but just like is just completely like all over the place but you're watching from the sidelines And like, you're not, even though these things are there and they're apparent and they're in front of you, like they're not who you are. They don't define, you're not a go-kart, but like you are, you know, you have to like live there and you have to learn to cope with like the craziness. But by learning to just observe like the, the back stuff and focusing on the positives once in a while, or like the positive outcomes that may happen in a situation that you don't feel like you have a lot of control in, you start to kind of manifest that, uh, that positivity. And I just, um... And I just think that's huge. You know, when you start thinking about the positive outcomes, like do something that scares the shit out of you. Like do something that like would be super out of your realm of like your, you know, your comfort zone. You really start to realize that like, even if something scares the shit out of you, it's not the end of the world. And like, you can, you can get through it. You can conquer it. And once you realize that you're like, whoa, things seem a lot easier because all of a sudden this crazy big thing that I built up in my head turned out to not be that bad. And then once you do that and you start to build that pattern, you are unstoppable because it's like, oh, if that, if that thing didn't scare me and I thought that was going to scare the shit out of me, then like, yeah, I can handle this board meeting. I can handle this, you know, going in and, and taking this, I don't know, meeting again. I have a terrible two examples of the exact same thing in a row. Like I can handle this moment, right? And I just think that that's huge. Um, yeah, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, it's very strange. The unknown is a very strange thing. And I feel like mental health and the unknown are like like water and oil. Like, they just completely do not mix. Um, because it's just such a... You have to be so... Uh, you know, I saw I saw something the other day. And it was like a chart. 
and say it was like, it was like on Instagram or something. It was like a screenshot somebody had posted, and essentially what it was was like this chart, and it was like, did something happen? And it was like yes or no, and it was like no, and then, then another arrow below, and then and it said like then don't worry, and then it said yes. It's like can you control what happened? And it was like yes, and then the arrow pointed to then don't worry, and if it was like no, then it's like the arrow still pointed to then don't worry, because if you can't control something. You, there's no point worrying about it because all you're doing is just putting yourself in a shittier position. If you can control it, then control it and you don't have to worry about it. And if nothing happened, well, there's nothing to worry about. Um, and somebody captioned it or whatever and was like, is this how normal people's brains work? And I thought it was so funny because like I, you know, obviously really leading up to this podcast, that was one of the things that kind of inspired it because I was like, no, like I was like, I have never in my life been in a position well i mean maybe like i'd say more recently but like throughout my complete adolescence up until like and even still now i'm not gonna pretend like like, i gotta figure it out like nah um but like to you know to think that like there are you know people out there just like oh yeah you know whatever just happens Hmm. oh that thing yeah no no don't worry about it no no i'm cool yeah and like they actually mean it and you know and then people with like mental illness like oh did this thing happen yeah I'm, i'm fine and you're like, you just, you're not. And, uh, and yeah, it's just a crazy thing. It's a crazy thing, the unknowns. But I wanted to, I wanted to, you know, hop on here and talk about it for, for 20, 30 minutes. Uh, and I would love, uh, love to hear your guys' thoughts on the unknown or things that are, are kind of like harder you, for you to control. Um, feel free to uh, reach out to me on social media. I'd love if you do so. Uh, I changed my Instagram at to Morsey. Um, Nickname that all my friends call me, uh, and uh, I had it uh, when I was a kid, and I really kind of like it. So uh, it's now uh, instead of Kyle Moore zero eight, uh, my new uh, Instagram at is at Morzy M O O R Z Y Y Y, which is way less cool than saying Kyle Moore zero eight um, because like, I feel like it just flows better. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I've always liked Morzy, so that's just kind of like a small little thing. I was just like, ah, I might just do that just for just for funsies. Um, or Life's a Wreck Podcast, at Life's a Wreck Podcast on Instagram as well. Hit my, uh, hit my DMs up and uh, we, can, uh, we can chat about uh, the unknown. Um, because I'd love to hear what you guys think about it. Um, I know that, you know, when I'm coming up with these different podcast ideas, these are just things that like, kind of pop into my head. And I'm like, yes, that's an episode that I would, like, I would love to do or love to hear. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I really definitely want to get uh, your guys' takes on them. So feel free to hit me up on social media. Um, and uh, guys, the challenge for this week, I kind of think I, I'm pretty sure I forgot about one uh, the last couple weeks. Uh, but the challenge for this week, uh, in the face of the unknown, um, is, uh, and I think, you know, I think do something that's out of your comfort zone over the next uh, couple weeks. And if that's like learning something or putting yourself out there or reaching out to somebody or whatever, do something that is outside of your comfort zone. Um, and, and don't expect something negative to happen. Go into it with zero expectations. Do something that's outside your comfort zone with zero expectations. Um, and I, uh, and I bet you that you'll really start to see that what you're building up in your head isn't as crazy as what's going on out here. Um, but, uh, but yeah, guys, I appreciate you guys taking the time, you know, you for some reason you guys enjoy the podcast and I love making them. So I'm going to keep this train rolling. We're almost going into season three, uh, which is, which is wild. We're coming up on a year of life's direct podcast, which like blows my mind. Uh, and I'll definitely be doing something for the one year anniversary, some kind of giveaway or something like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, guys, in the meantime, well, that's, uh, well, that's all happening. Make sure to uh, rate and review the podcast on uh, your favorite podcast listening platform. And, uh, you know, 
if you're there, you know, you're just like, oh, like, I'll just subscribe or whatever, you know, follow it. That would be sweet, too. Um, you guys are the best. Thank you so much for allowing me to uh, to put this out on a bi-weekly basis um, and to uh, have it so well received. You guys are amazing. Um, there are going to be some really cool things happening with season three. I am going to take a little bit of time off to get ready for season three when that does happen. Um, but that's not for another uh, couple weeks that I'll be doing that. So yeah, for the time being, guys, as I'm sitting here and I'm staring out my window at these trees that are starting to blossom, but it's also kind of like rainy and wet. All I can think is... Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.